If you're tuning into this podcast, it shows you care a great deal about your child's health. So I want to share with you my video course on nutrient supplementation for children that I just published on udemy.com. If you check the description of this episode for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list, as soon as you sign up, I'm going to send you a voucher so that you can get this video course for free. And in the course, I'm going to discuss the most important supplements for children and how to pick quality supplements, how to avoid poor quality ingredients, how to avoid potentially harmful extra ingredients, and basically how to steer clear of the marketing ploys designed to sell us inferior quality supplements. So I hope that you get value out of this course. I'm sure that if you apply the knowledge you learn in it, you will save not just time researching these supplements, but also money. And most importantly, you will get the best quality supplements that your budget will allow so that you can provide your child with the nutritional support that they need. So check out the description for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list. And as I said, as soon as you sign up, I'll send you the the coupon to get the course for free. And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you. Welcome to the Autism Wellbeing Plan, the podcast where you learn how to use advanced functional lab testing, healthy diet and smart supplementation to improve your child's health, well-being and quality of life, and by extension, your own quality of life. Please remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only and always consult your healthcare practitioner before implementing anything discussed here. Now, here's your host and author of the book, Autism Wellbeing Plan, How to Get Your Child Healthy. Christian Yordanov. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the importance of nutrient supplementation for your child. Now, it's this is still an area that we need to educate people on. Um, many parents uh, are still do not understand why they need to be buying and giving these child uh, their child these supplements. They they don't seem to understand why it's so important that you only use high quality supplements, right? The stuff in your local supermarket should be nowhere near your child, right? Some of the ingredients of these cheap supplements, especially like in supermarkets or these generic uh, multivitamins and so on, or from the pharmaceutical companies, some of the ingredients in, in these supplements are truly shocking. It's shocking that they are disseminating this garbage to the masses to to for parents to give to their children right it's it's no fault of your own uh it's not the parents fault because not everybody is a nutritionist or a healthcare practitioner or or, or a, a supplement nerd like me to actually go in and research these ingredients right which you know this is good uh this is why it's it's good to to listen to this podcast because my research, you know, you can benefit from that research and not make the mistakes that many parents are making right now. Um, for I'll, I'll just give a quick example uh, without going off to a, on a tangent too much. Is I was I'm doing some research for a, a free supplement course 
uh, that I am giving to all the readers of my book, right? And I looked at a supplement from Bayer, the pharmaceutical company for kids, and the ingredients inside that supplement, right, were absolutely horrifying. Uh, from artificial colorants to iron to copper that, you know, things that uh, uh, just the worst uh, forms of many of these supplements, right? The cheapest, crappiest quality, right? And and the, these are the things that are out there. So when, when people go shopping, these are the things that are out there. The, these are the things that look like reputable brands and you, people trust them, right? And I mean, don't even get me started on on these prenatal vitamin formulations. Uh, they're almost as bad. You know, I, I've looked at the ingredients on some of the most popular ones and it's horrifying that this is what uh, people are being, you know, educated that is, is good, right? So anyway, I'm... I feel very passionately about this topic, as you can tell. So I, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping to affect some positive change by educating folks like you on, first of all, why nutrition, no supplements are so super important for autistic children and why the highest possible quality that you can afford is what should be making it inside your child's body. And you should stay the hell away from all these generic brands and all these things in the supermarket, right? So st stay with me. I will try to um, keep it as positive as possible, right? So let us examine some of the reasons why autistic children need copious, uh, I, I, I would go as far as to say copious amounts of supplements, right? Um, number one, autistic children we know are uh, picky eaters, tend to self-select limited diets. So their diets are sometimes in some cases can be, you know, two, three, four foods and they, they won't even eat much of those foods. So how much nutrition can a person get from, from four foods, you know, from bread or milk and maybe some banana or something like that? Not much, unfortunately. Then the other problem, so, okay, so first of all, we know that selective from the research, we know that selective eaters. So I've looked at quite a, a lot of research on nutritional intake in autistic children. And we know that selective eaters are at an increased risk for many nutrient deficiencies. The most important ones being things like calcium, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin uh, B12, and many other uh, vitamins and minerals, right? So there's one really, really good reason to supplement your child's diet, especially if they're a selective eater. Now, if they have a varied diet, say 20 foods or so, or even more, that doesn't mean that they're getting all the nutrition they need, right? Even in the very rare scenario where you run your child's diet through an app that tells you how much of the RDA they're getting, even if you were to cover all the RDA bases on a daily basis, that does not mean your child is getting enough nutrition. Because first of all, the RDAs, the recommended daily allowances, are not based in science. And they're certainly not based on, um, uh, first of all, optimal health, optimal levels. And second of all, 
people with health challenges, right? So a lot of those RDAs are to basically to prevent acute deficiencies and diseases. So that is that is not what we're interested here. Is it just to prevent, just to keep keep ourselves alive, and to prevent acute deficiencies like scurvy or beriberi or whatever? No, we want we want good health, and you want you want your child to uh, be of as good health as possible. And unfortunately, with the and and you have to keep in mind how little do children eat anyway. You know. It's just impossible nowadays to get all the nutrition that we need with just diet. Right. So we know that the studies of, of nutritional intake in autistic children have found many inadequacies. Now, here's another thing. The, the fact that many autistic children have gut dysfunction is another factor that can prevent the proper digestion absorption, assimilation of many nutrients, right? So it's no use to, 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 you know, have a perfect diet or whatever, if your gut cannot assimilate that food. And we know that many autistic children have gut issues, right? So this is an, another reason why supplements are so important. Now, we also know that many from, as, as I covered in the previous episode, many autistic children also suffer from various metabolic uh, challenges, uh, including things like mitochondrial dysfunction, impaired methylation, increased oxidative stress. stress. These, these will deplete nutrients more so than, you know, if, if they weren't present. Another common one is, so uh, oxidative stress and coupled with increased toxic burden, this can also deplete vital nutrients. And, um, Another reason why nutritional supplementation is important is certain mineral deficiencies can increase the absorption of certain heavy metals. I'll, I'll cover that in a little bit. Um, but so, so far we have quite a number of various reasons why every autistic child needs to have a, a very robust supplementation program. Let me just go back for a second to, to let, let's, let's take Let's take the hypothetical scenario, right? That you have a perfect diet, not even your child. Let's say you have a perfect diet. So every single nutrient on a daily basis is getting into your body and getting absorbed perfectly, which we know doesn't happen. For example, zinc from food, we only absorb under optimal conditions somewhere in the region of 38% of the zinc in the food, right? Under fairly optimal conditions. Imagine if the person has digestive enzyme uh, deficiencies or uh, they can't make hydrochloric acid in their stomach or they have gut bacteria, parasites, yeast, and so on. How much of that will get absorbed, right? But let's say you have an absolutely perfect diet and you perfectly absorbing every single one of those nutrients, right? Would you need extra nutrients and extra supplementation? I would tell you that, yes, you still would. Why? Because we live in a world that has unprecedented levels of stress and toxicity on the body. First of all, the stress that we experience 
nowadays, that stress also depletes nutrients. It causes biochemical changes, uh, hormonal changes that cause uh, chemical reactions that do deplete nutrients, right? Then the toxic burden. So let's say you have your perfect diet. Everything is at 100%. You add the the plethora of heavy metals and chemical toxins. Now your body is using some of those uh, uh, minerals, vitamins, amino acids. It's using them to neutralize, move, detoxify, and excrete those toxins, right? So what? It, what where are you at now? You're now, let's say, 10, 20% of that energy and those nutrients are now being used to, to keep you alive, to, to neutralize all these toxins. So you're actually already at suboptimal. Do you understand? This is this is the, the, the most important thing people need to understand, right? Not only are our diets not perfect, far from perfect, but we also have these extra stresses that make them even less so, right? So this is why it's so important that you have a very robust and comprehensive nutritional program for your child. And here's the thing. I was just talking about, let's say you were in, in, in good health and with a perfect diet. But what if you're not in good health? What if you have five, six, seven, eight health and metabolic imbalances and challenges that many autistic children do have, as has been evidenced by the research and as I have seen on the various tests that I've run for them, right? So what, what then exactly? I, there's, there's probably no 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 reason for me to actually go on here. I hope that that's enough to to convince you of the importance of nutrient supplementation, right? But let's let's go in a little bit deeper, right? So this is a little section from my book where I was looking at some. It, it's actually not not new research. I think it was, I believe it was from the '90s, but um, basically several um mineral deficiencies can actually increase the toxicity and heighten the toxicity of certain heavy metals, right? So for example, iron deficiency can increase the absorption of cadmium, lead, and aluminum. Calcium deficiency can increase lead absorption. This is a commonly, it is commonly known that a good calcium intake is super important for kids, all kids, to um, prevent lead toxicity. Because if there's not enough calcium in the diet, lead can displace or enter places where normally there would be calcium. Lead can go into those places, right? Other things, uh, so zinc deficiency can increase cadmium absorption in the gut. Deficiencies of calcium, iron, and zinc enhance the negative effects of lead on cognitive and behavioral development, right? So these heavy metals, they don't just poison us and they don't just cause us health problems. They cause issues with the, the development of our brains or, or if they're already developed, other issues. So for example, I know aluminum, for example, has been heavily implicated in Alzheimer's disease. And yeah, basically these, these metals, they just cause a lot of damage. So depending on where they are in the body, they can damage cells there. So if they're in the gut... Gut, gut, uh, uh, gut cells might have problems if they're in the brain, brain cells, and if they're, you know, uh, 
in the muscles or in the mitochondria or if they make it into the the, the points in the mitochondria, we could have energy production issues. And th these are wide ranging effects, right? And finally, just to add the last point, selenium can protect from mercury toxicity. So a, a low selenium level or intake can enhance the harmful effects of mercury. And what do we know? I think two episodes ago, I was showing you uh, a hair test for um, a five-year-old autistic boy. And his selenium level was a fifth of the ideal, about 20% of where it should ideally be, right? So the, and the, that's not the only one I've seen. There's um, Selenium is like zinc, very often very low in autistic children. And the, the, the thing is, uh, it's it, it's hard to get in the diet selenium. So, so certain places, it's very unevenly distributed on on Earth. So certain places will have a ton of selenium in the soil, and other places will have very little selenium in the soil. So um, it's a bit of potluck. So this is it, it's actually a very important mineral to test for to to know your child's status, right? Now another thing I did cover in. In the the episode about hair testing that I just want to briefly remind you is food today is much less less nutritious than food from 50, 100, 200, 500 years ago because of over farming and not replenishing the minerals in the soil. It's just a fact that uh, there, there are less minerals in in the soil, therefore less minerals are taken up in the plants. And therefore, the, the animals that eat those plants are, are more mineral deficient and we are more mineral deficient when we eat those plants, right? We just don't get the same levels of minerals. And that, that's the other thing. Um, having a limited diet, let's say your child doesn't eat a lot of meat. That, that's one of the best sources of zinc, if not the best. It's the best source of zinc, right? So a lot of autistic children are low on zinc, we know that. But how much meat do they eat? Do they do they eat meat? Do they have a preference for for meat generally? Or is it more of a preference for bread, milk, kind of more carby, car carbohydrate type foods, more sweets, maybe some some fruits? Um generally more often than not, they will have a preference for those rather than say, you know, a beef patty or chicken leg or something like that and and just to kind of say like processed meats i wouldn't consider them a good source of you know nutrients or or or, or protein or zinc or whatever so when i say meat i mean like meat like a organic grass-fed beef patty or piece of meat uh, like a steak or chicken, uh, pasture chicken, this kind of stuff. I'm not talking about, you know, sausages or fish, fish fingers or chicken nuggets, things like that, that they're, they're much more uh, harmful than beneficial in terms of uh, giving nutrition. So, you know, I, I would certainly stay away from, from, you know, meat like that. Now, here's a quote in chapter 10 of my book. So, uh, a paper was published in 2010 that compared micronutrient supplementation in autistic children against medications. So uh, in, in one, one of the groups, they used micronutrient supplementation. In the other group, they used um, 
certain medications, right? And what's interesting is that both groups showed improvement in autistic symptoms. But here's a quote from the paper from the authors. There were some advantages to treatment with micronutrients, lower activity level, less social withdrawal, less anger, better spontaneity with the examiner, less irritability, lower intensity, self-injurious behavior, markedly fewer adverse events, and less weight gain. Now, those were the advantages of the micronutrients. Now, what were the advantages of the medication? So, they were insurance coverage, fewer pills, less frequent dosing. Okay, yeah, that, that is great. And it is unfortunate that insurance coverage won't cover the 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 vital nutrients that are missing from our diet and our bodies that our bodies are made of amino acids vitamins minerals everything is made of that you know fatty acids our our, our neurotransmitters our brain cells our gut cells everything is made of these things and these these things are not covered by insurance of course but the 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 poisonous pharmaceuticals drugs are covered by insurance and you take less, less, fewer pills and um, less often, which of course I understand the convenience there, but let's look, let's go back again. What did they say? So the micronutrient um, supplementation had advantages such as markedly fewer adverse events. So yeah, with drugs, there are side effects. Uh, Less weight gain. So with drugs, there's there can with certain drugs, uh, uh, kids can gain weight. They can be, become lethargic. They can become irritable. Um, so there's definitely. I mean, look, I everybody knows that you're much better off using things that are natural to the body when building health rather than drugs. Drugs do do have a place in society don't get me wrong i am not anti drugs i had i de- there's definitely some really good drugs that we have but um for children you know do we, do we want to be drugging 3 4 5 6 7 8 10 year old children no of course not we don't want to be drugging children we want to give them we want to remove the impediments to health that to health that they may have and we want to supply them the building blocks the materials they need to build bod- their bodies, their brains, and to operate them, right? All right, so what I'll do is I will stop this episode here. So this is more, let's think about this one. As, this is more why you need to supplement your child, the, the many very good reasons you need to supplement your child. So in one of the next episodes, I will cover the how of supplementation again, again with better quality, audio quality and so on. And I've covered some of it before, but so we, now we've covered the why, then we'll cover the, the how, uh, in the future and the, what that's also very important is what do we supplement? And again, why do we supplement it? But like, we need to discuss the core five supplements that, which are, you know, calcium, magnesium, multivitamins, uh, probiotics, essential fatty acids, omega-3s, and uh, digestive enzymes. So I'll do another episode on those. 
and we'll cover more advanced supplementation in, in future episodes. So I hope that what I really hope is that you close if you're not already on board i know many of you are on board and i'm probably preaching to the choir here and, and that's great if you're already on board but if you're not on board i hope that i have at least made a dent in terms of kind of uh getting you closer to 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 this line of thinking why are supplements so essential by the way i don't think Supplements are essential just for autistic children or people with health problems. I don't have health problems, any health problems, but I take a ton of supplements because I've done a ton of research of why they're important. And I know what I'm doing with those supplements. I know what systems I'm supporting. I know what things I'm trying to prevent, you know, deleterious processes in the body that I'm trying to prevent with them. And, um, yeah, so this is this is a matter of education, but people that have educated themselves on 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 this topic and understand the ramifications of supplementation or not supplementing long term, they know that long term those of us that don't supplement will succumb to uh the negative consequences of of aging. They will age faster. This is a fact. I guarantee you. People that don't supplement, and I'm talking about adults now, adults that don't supplement, and I, I, I'm going to start a second episode or a second podcast to talk about more adult health issues and kind of the, the wider span of health. But um, this is something that I've researched a lot and I'm telling you for a fact, if you have health issues, you need supplements, no doubt about it. Or if your child has health issues. If you are of perfect health now and you don't supplement, you will age faster. You, Your cognitive abilities will decline faster. Your body will deteriorate faster. So supplements are not a scam. Uh, there's definitely a lot of scammy manufacturers, a lot of BS marketing out there, which I hope that the course I was telling you about that you'll be able to get for free if you're a reader of the book. Um, uh, I hope to kind of dispel many myths and kind of misconceptions and educate you on how not to be, you know, scammed by bad marketers and 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 you know, kind of clever, clever marketing and so on. But um, yeah, the, the supplements are in this day and age extremely, extremely, extremely important, especially for autistic children. So I hope that if you're not already on on kind of this side of the fence, I hope that you're at least one step closer to, you know, coming over to the light side. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, so thank you for listening. And I hope to see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening. Please help us to spread this vital information by rating the podcast on iTunes and sharing it with others who may find the information useful. For further content and resources, go to christianjordanoff.com. Don't forget to pick up your copy of the book Autism Wellbeing Plan today, available on Amazon.